Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. This is our third segment with our show friend, which, by the way, Eric, you have a distinguished, a second distinguished uh, guest of our show. You are the second repeat guest we've had on the show. Thank you. <laughs> I know that's riveting to you. Do I get a free oven mitt? No, you get nothing other than our internal thanks. But uh, You get our applause, brother. Yes, for those who are just joining us, we were talking to Eric Schonsberg. He's talking about his marital hero. His role model was his dad. But we also just heard in the last segment how his dad and mom divorced. Separated for six years, then divorced for 18 years. So 18 years divorce, but if you saw, if you've been listening since the very beginning of the show, you also know that the language he was using is that his mom and dad, she's taking the, his passing hard because wait a minute, they're something happened, something happened in after 18 years. Yeah. So. So, so married for 17, separated for six, divorced for 18. And then in 2004, they remarry. And uh, they were they mar- remarried. They remarried each other after being separated for twenty four years. Yes. Now, and, and your mom and dad. Okay, so what? How, how does that happen? Well, God's grace is number one. Second, my dad loved her the whole time. You know, he never quit loving her, and um, even though you know the, it, she had things that made it more challenging. Hey, we all do. Uh, even though the culture, uh, even within the church, sadly, would say, you know, go ahead, move on. She's um, difficult or, you know, go find your happiness or whatever garbage, uh, you know, gets gets said out there by the world. Uh, he didn't do that. So he uh, did date a lady and, and uh, it was pretty fairly serious, I guess, and just got to the point where he... He just realized he still loved mom, and he couldn't pull the trigger on that. My mom did remarry, and uh, the gentleman developed cancer and died a few years after that, so there was a short marriage in there. And so dad was uh, around a good bit, despite the geographic difference uh, distance. Um, they got along well, relatively well, although there were certainly moments when they didn't, when he would visit, and there were times, but in all that, uh, I think the love was still there. He still wanted her, uh, still wanted to marry her, still wanted to be married to her, despite all the, all the all stuff. The, all the pain, all the separation, all the years, he still had made a covenant. Yep. And he still had made a commitment. And even though there's marriage that it, it, it did fail, he still cared for her. Yep. So that's the third lesson is just his perseverance. I mean, to keep coming you know you look at the book of Hosea or you look how, how God's love is modeled for us that he he loved us before we respond to him and dad kept loving mom even when she was not interested and um, he didn't he didn't never wrote her off um, at least that I know of I mean he but he kept coming you know he kept coming and kept uh, pursuing all the way through Eric there's some listeners right now who are still married but are struggling in the midst of some real, maybe deep issues. Talk to them just for a moment. Well, I think the, you know, the lesson of my, of my parents is that you know, divorce is painful. Divorce is to be avoided. You know, do everything you can to avoid getting in that position. Uh, if you're in that position, reconcile, if at all possible, and model the love of God 
that God has for us, model that with your spouse. And I think a lot of times we let ourselves off the hook by saying, well, you know, if he or she would change this or that or the other, then I could love them. And that's not how God's love works for us. And that's not how love is supposed to work. Love is supposed to be unconditional. And if it's uh, not that, then it's not the marital love that we, that's described. How, how, how did you see your dad? Your, your mom's not interested. They've been separated and divorced for 24 years. They still have relational connection because of the kids. But what did your, you see your dad do practically to woo your mom back and to win back her heart? The funny thing is, you know, we didn't see a lot because it would have been inappropriate for us to see a lot, right? If dad's like constantly wooing her and sending her flowers and, you know, talking about how he wants to remarry and all that, it would have been awkward or tough on the kids, Yeah, you know? So we never really saw that. Uh, We saw dad continuing to be present, dad still uh, respecting and loving mom and treating her with dignity um and so that's what we saw Uh, we didn't see lots of gushy stuff you know when they remarried it wasn't you know two people running across a field and throwing off bonnets and (laughs) coats and stuff i mean there was never any of that uh for my parents it was more this kind of solid mature love uh that you know as time passed uh eventually she moved out to northern kentucky uh, she she retired or, or got a, a, a transfer with her work and got closer to the kids and, and to dad. And I still don't know exactly what she was thinking there. She was kind of starting to think about it. Um, and she had, you know, she has, you know, she had baggage with respect to my dad, too. Right. For her to remarry dad was also a risk. And, you know, once you do this a second time, you know, it's kind of for life at that point, you know. <laughs> and so I think she was really tentative to get in. And I'm sure dad you know, made mistakes and, and, um, maybe some that were really painful for her as well. So, you know, it was a matter of trust for her as well. But at some point she moves back to the area. They start spending more time with each other. And eventually in 2004, they remarried. You, you, you described your dad, um, earlier, um, you know, when they were married the first time and then that, you know, being a good guy, he was a good guy. Being a good guy is, is not enough. Right. Um, so, what else did you, I mean, he, he obviously had perseverance and he really showed unconditional love. What else did you um, see, maybe even after they got married the second time, but you saw this so that you would say at your dad's funeral three months ago, my dad is my hero. Yeah. What, well, he became a Christian at 16, but I just don't think he was, you know, again, a good guy, but not a particularly avid disciple of Jesus in those times. Uh, they were involved in church, but it was more getting the kids involved than mm-hmm. themselves. So they mm-hmm. didn't, you know, in terms of their own faith, living it out, I just don't think that was, he wasn't a bad guy at all in any of the kind of carnal senses that you think of. You know, he wasn't hitting the bottle. He wasn't, you know, any of those things. But I just don't think he had a, a real strong relationship, discipling relationship with Jesus or a community of, of believers that were coming alongside and, and pouring into him. When you get to 2004, I think one of the other catalysts for them and one of the other parts of him being a, a hero for me is that that's 2004 is when Zach turns six, my oldest. And that's about the time when the grandkids are going to start trying to figure out life and trying to figure out who who's who. And and so another part of his 
the hero heroism of the decision is that it brought our family tree back together. Mm. You know, we didn't have to explain to Zach and the other kids, well, you know, we're going to so-and-so's for this part of Christmas and yeah, they, they got divorced and we don't have any divorce in our family. And that, what a blessing that is that not only the kids, but then mom and dad were able to put it back together so that the family tree could be whole again. And so we have a leg, you know, that's part of his legacy. It's not a broken marriage now, but a, a beautifully redeemed marriage. Redeemed. That's, that's a powerful word there. That's, when I hear about your mom and dad, I, I just, the, the word redemption is just this, this marriage that has failed and then by God's grace and God's power, and yet the, the work of your mom and dad coming back together and, and loving each other. Um, talk a little bit about forgiveness uh, in your mom and dad. How, what, what, what role did that play in um, them reconciling? I'm not privy to that. I don't know. I'm sure that's a part of it. I'm sure they had to work through stuff. I'm sure dad had to forgive uh, various things. I'm certain mom did as well. So I'm sure that's a crucial part of it. I just, I'm not, I did not have those conversations with Yeah, them. you might not have had the conversations or heard the conversations, but there had to be right. forgiveness It's going a necessary on. condition. It's, it, it is, it, it is. And, you know, listeners, if you are in the situation right now where your spouse has deeply offended you or, or, and rocked your world, you know, the, the forgiveness that you, you offer is not because they didn't, they did it all right. Forgiveness is they did it wrong and you are choosing to forgive them because Christ has chosen to forgive you. Um, and your dad really began to get a handle on that. He, he, his, his walk with God, his walk with Jesus, um, you saw it, became yeah. more, much more defined. Yes. I mean, he went from being just a good guy to you know, more of a disciple of Jesus. He was involved in a church. He was doing men's Bible studies. He, he got friends. You know, he always had friends, but now his friends, there was more of a Christ-centered mm. aspect to it. And I don't, again, I don't know the particulars of that. Maybe they were instrumental in encouraging him behind the scenes. Maybe they were just a helpful complement to his own uh, passion for, for, for pursuing my mom. I don't know that part of it, but I know that he was in a better spot. He had more resources. He, he was depending on Christ more than he had in those earlier years. We're going to um, talk in the next segment about uh, how you and your brother and sister, after they got remarried, um, the, the, the blessing of all that. So Yeah, let's take a break on that. Let's come back for our final segment here on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our final segment on Solid Steps Radio. If you wanted to hear the entire show in its entirety, we will post the entire show on our Facebook page on Monday. So that's Solid Steps Radio, Facebook forward slash Solid Steps Radio. We also want to thank again our sponsor, Carol Rogers Carpet One, Ken Martin and his crew. If you have any flooring needs, those guys will take care of you. We also have a link to their Facebook page on our Facebook page. So please visit them. So we've been talking to Eric Schonsberg, the past hour about his hero in in marriage his father who for those of you who are just joining us they were married 17 years they separated for six they divorced for 18 and then if you listen to the last segment they got remarried they got remarried 
That's that's like that's almost miraculous in 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 one sense. I mean, you just you just in this culture, in the, you just don't ever yeah. hear that. And and Eric, I was going to ask you, uh, you know, a couple things. Number one, uh, about your siblings and how they responded, and you how you responded when when your mom and dad got back together. Well, we were excited for them. We were worried for them, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, um, you know, we knew it wasn't all uh, light and glory, you know, and so we were worried for them, but we were also happy. I think we were relieved selfishly for our own grandkids and, mm. and or for our own kids, rather. And I don't think we really understood. I mean, I think intellectually it's one of those things you know, and then you start experiencing it and you realize, wow, this is a really big deal for, for the kids. Uh, what they're going to see with respect to family and marriage is just really different than it would have been. And so just growing increasingly thankful for that. Wow. And, and, and Kathy, your sister, baby sister, took it the worst when the separation and divorce happened. Was she uh, any different than, than what you just described? No, she didn't have uh, – she was just getting married herself at that point. So I think it, you know, it hit her differently. And you know, the kid part of it obviously had not hit her yet. She was you know, happy, I think, for mom and dad. But not the kid part, you know. She, you know, that, again, she. I'm sure she understood it intellectually, but it's just different when you have the kids and you're you're starting to explain stuff to them, and you're, you're just experiencing it differently. Mm. Um, I had one. What was my other question, Chad? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about, um, you know, a couple points was you mentioned that being a good guy just wasn't enough in, in marriage. I mean, you, you, to have a marriage, you just can't be. Hey, I'm a good guy. I keep my nose clean. Take I out the trash. I, and, I bring and, home, and that's it. Yeah, no, it's got to be a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, yeah, then handling divorce well. You know, when they when they did separate and divorce, he he was still engaged. He still was you know civil and treated my mom with respect, uh, for the most part at least. You know, uh, you know they, they got along reasonably well. And I think that's one of the things as well is that you know many of the people listening to the show, you may have been divorced, and you're like okay, I, I can't get remarried to my wife. That, that ship has sailed. She's remarried someone and it's just not going to happen. Um, but you can still handle it well. You can ask for forgiveness. You can, you can uh, treat them with dignity and respect. You can certainly remain engaged with your kids to the full extent that you can. So I think there's still that lesson in my dad's life is, is that you, you handle that, that circumstance as well as you can. Uh, certainly the spiritual formation that my dad went through you know, took him from being just a nice guy to much more than that and, and more capable of handling marriage later on. And then, of course, just the perseverance of sticking through. And we're not a persevering people. You know, we're, we're instant gratification folks. We're microwave folks. We're, you know, give me my iPhone and I'll entertain myself for 30 seconds while I'm sitting in this line or a stoplight. I mean, we're, that's not we're not persevering folks. We work on a very short time frame, but marriage is about perseverance. And my dad modeled that both within marriage and within divorce that he persevered. He continued to pursue my mom. And so same is true for us. You know, if you've had a good marriage for 10 years, congratulations, but you got 30 years to go, <laughs> you know? And so when you see it starting to slip a little bit and, and marriage always has ebbs and flows and has its seasons, you know, when those, when those times come, when they're dry, when there's a little bit of a fade, what are you going to do? And don't make excuses. Don't talk about, you know, so-and-so doesn't shave like they used to, or, you know, he doesn't buy me flowers anymore or, you know, whatever. Uh, don't make excuses, make the, make investments. Mm. Because, you know, th- I mean, that's what your dad did. 
I mean, you, your dad went after your mom after 24 years yep. and to win her heart back. I, I, to me, that is just, um, I, I, when you said that and with, with, you know, with great emotion at your dad's funeral, um, I, I was just, you know, gripped really with the, the the importance of marriage and how God instituted marriage and how God hates divorce and and but allows for it, you know. And, and when when situations are, you know, extreme, but ideally, God wants us to to be together and to love each other and to work through those those hard times. Um, well, I think the other thing is that, you know, we're in the middle of the cultural battles with so-called same-sex marriage. And so there's a lot of talk about, you know, marriage and defending marriage. But the fact is, for 50 years, you know, marriage has been declining. And in fact, the church has, has not been really helpful in this. And so in the, in the backdrop of marriage having its struggles and realizing that, you know, individuals and couples and communities and churches have not done what they should do. My dad in the midst of that was a hero for marriage, not just a hero to me, but I think a hero for the institution of marriage that, you know, marriage has been fading, but dad was still there with his sword going out there and and fighting for marriage. And he wasn't just fighting for his marriage. He was fighting for everyone's marriage that whenever anyone gets divorced, it's a, a kick in the shorts to the institution of marriage. And my dad, by fighting for his marriage, you know, made a stand for all marriages. And, uh, and that's the other part of him being a hero. That, that's, that's powerful. And it almost didn't happen because when your mom remarried, I mean, if her second husband doesn't die, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a chance. Yeah, I mean, then, then his call would have been to do what he was doing, which was to, you know, love his kids and ask for forgiveness and, and, and treat her well uh, in the midst of that. But when uh when her when when troy died the second husband then it was game on again and uh you know dad stepped up to the plate i tell you we use the word hero a lot overuse it in this society and i granted people who run into buildings are heroes but to me your dad was a hero for a guy who's that's a manly thing to do he had every reason to stop loving your wife and move on his wife and move on. He had every reason to, and he said, "You know what? I'm still going to pursue you." That's because, because again, we think in this culture that I mean, here now your dad is is gone from this life, but we're still talking about him, and and the choices that he made, and the legacy that he lived of, uh, and, and that's the beauty of failure doesn't mean it's the end. Failure for your dad meant okay what do i need to do i need to fall on my knees and pray like crazy and draw near to god and and allow jesus to be the lord and the the shepherd of my life at at the same time i've got to roll up my sleeves and do everything that i can to win my ex-wife's heart back yep in Proverbs, it talks about a, a righteous man falls seven times but gets back up, mm. and we're all going to make mistakes, and we're all going to have spouses who make mistakes, but what's it look like to walk faithfully together uh, as a couple and as individuals extending grace to our spouses? Mm. So, wow, and uh, I'm just, I just marvel at this story, and listeners, I, I hope and I pray that as we wrap up this show today, that you uh, put another resolve in your heart, in your mind, 
that I will love and honor and cherish um, my spouse. And if you are already divorced, the Bible says there's no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. You know, trust the Lord Jesus, walk with him, allow him to be your Lord and Savior, and, um, you know, just allow him to forgive you and then continue to press on and 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 be the be the person that God wants you to be even if you are you know to to your ex-spouse and uh like like your dad I'm sorry I didn't catch your dad's name uh David David Schonsberg yep gotcha so um Eric we're gonna um we just got just a, about a minute here, so would you pray for our listeners? Would you pray for the institution of marriage and for the marriages represented who are listening? Would you pray? Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to lift up one man's um, battle and uh, his, his perseverance. We honor that today. Thank you for um, his life and um, his commitment to... Um, his wife and his family and the institution of marriage. And we, um, we pray the same for the people listening today, that they would um, push forward in their marriages, that they would love unconditionally, um, that they would strive for glorious marriages, and when there's difficulty, they would persevere. And for those that are uh, divorced, uh, and that they would go through that circumstance in a way that is most honoring uh, to the people around them and to God. Lord, we thank you so much for saving us and making a difference in our life. And we just lift our marriages up to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 You've Amen. honored your father well, Eric. You've honored him very well. And uh, thanks for coming in today. Thanks for listening. And if you want to hear this entire episode, you visit our Facebook page on Monday, facebook.com forward slash Solid Steps Radio for all past shows. And we'll have a Valentine's show next weekend with a panel of women. A bunch oh, of women coming in here. One of them is my wife, and I'm very nervous. <laughs> Hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio.